Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to Sports Sunday On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all of your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com slash The Fan. Fire up the grill, fill up your cup, and get the recliner ready. It's time for Hour 2 of Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe. Here's Hines on the run back, breaking a tackle and taking it past midfield. And down the sideline he goes. This is storybook. An opening kickoff return for Tamar Hamlin. And this place is absolutely going wild. Brought to you by Grillwork Supply Company. Explore the flavors of Oregon at Grillwork Supply Company in Beaverton or at grillworkspdx.com. And here comes Hines again. Oh my goodness! Can he do it twice? Is this for real? Can you believe it? Even a little Dion strut to the end zone. 101 yards. Football Sunday on 1080. Do you believe it? No. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. This is not on here. The Fan. Hour two of two. Football Sunday. Here on The Fan. We've been given reasons why each team is going to win. Uh, But there's one team that we haven't spoken about yet. And if I'm being honest, uh, J-Bone, um... It's the team that I honestly think will win. We've been given reasons why each team will win. This is the team that I believe actually will, and that's the San Francisco 49ers. Um, All pro guys on both sides of the ball. Um, A really creative head coach and Kyle Shanahan, who's just, you know, always he's been the bridesmaid for the last little bit. He's close enough to get there, but just doesn't. Whether that's playing in the championship game and they ask for three of them, or whether that's getting to the Super Bowl and just missing the mark. Um, always a bridesmaid, never the bride is what the San Francisco 49ers have. I've I was 
me and a buddy of mine were kind of going back and forth because he said I was hating on his team because I said, man, again, and I'll say this and I'll continue to say this, there are no excuses for the San Francisco 49ers to not win the Super Bowl. Everything is there for you. You've got a quarterback who's been more than solid on the season. You've got a great offensive line. You have amazing skill players from great Brandon Ayuk to Debo Samuel, if he's able to go. But even if he's not, you're still good. Christian McCaffrey, who is, again, he led the league in rushing by like 300 yards. The next closest person to him was Derrick Henry, and he was like 300 yards behind him. Like, he is a different beast. And then on that other side of the ball, you've got stud after stud after stud up and down um, that roster. Um, and I guess if, if we're just singling things out, just making it the reasons why, it starts with Christian McCaffrey. A running back that you can literally do nothing about. You put seven, eight in the box, it doesn't matter. He's still going to make a play. You can't tackle him down low because his legs are too big, so he just kind of runs through you. You have to gang tackle him. And to do that is it's much easier said than done. In my personal opinion, Christian McCaffrey should be the MVP. That's just me. You take We've seen it. You take McCaffrey away from this roster, they're not very good. They're, not, they're, they're, they're a good team, but they're not the dynamic team that they actually are. We've seen you take Lamar away from the Ravens and them still be able to kind of eke out some wins. Yeah, not a lot of roll, wins rolling into the playoffs yeah, last year. I understand yeah, what you're we, saying. We've, we've seen that happen. We've never, we haven't seen any anybody that that produces the way Christian McCaffrey does. And there is these crazy stats, and I'm not even going to read. It's like as far as what you know, uh, they have a stat of, of him against people in the box, or how many guys in the box. Usually takes about eight guys in the boxes to stop him. Uh, uh, somewhere around there, six, seven. Yo, that means you're not tackling him. There's, there's no one-on-one tackles with Christian McCaffrey, and he's not going to do a lot of sweeps and and stuff like that. Get to the outside. He's going to run right to you. He's going to make you make a play. And when you have a guy like that, it's he's almost impossible to 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 beat. And then you start getting scared of the run which now opens up some play action stuff and which now opens up George Kittle down the field and things like that. I think Christian McCaffrey changes the way all all these teams are able to defend. Well, it's the oldest adage in football. I mean, the run establishes the pass, and it obviously makes Brock Purdy's job a lot easier when you not only have a dynamic runner like Christian McCaffrey, who out of the backfield, you know, he can hit the five hole in a second. Right. And he can, you know, he can hit right up the middle in half a second. It is so quick. It's like in a flash, this guy's gone. And obviously, along with the Marshall Falk-like ability to step out, catch passes. He could go to the slot if he need to uh, on on motion. Whatever the hell you want to do is an offense. Shanahan right. has that availability. You know, All the other pieces... Pick I, your poison. How do you want it? Yeah, and all the other pieces, though, and, and everybody makes that argument about why the Niners are so good. Pick your poison. If it's not McCaffrey, it's Kittle. If it's not Kittle, it's Samuel. But all those guys aren't as valuable or good as Christian McCaffrey. He really is that offense... He's what makes them go, and the level of talent that he's at right now, I know you mentioned his stats rushing-wise, just far and above everybody else in the league. It's obvious that 
If the Niners didn't have Christian McCaffrey, which I believe they basically got out of a highway robbery from they, the Carolina they, Panthers. Carolina gave him. I know. They gave them to, they, to the 49ers. They just gave up the most talented player in the go. NFL at that position. We're good. We don't they, need it. And they gave it to one of the most stacked teams in the NFL. Yeah. And now they've built their offense around that guy. Thankfully, yeah, you got other positions, but no, McCaffrey's where it's at. And if if you establish the run with that guy, oh, maybe maybe I'm going to go down to the tight end. Oh, no, I'm just going to dump it five yards over to McCaffrey on the other side, and then what? he's going to make a play again. And then the defense in the third quarter eventually forgets about D. Bill Samuel. They're I mean, befuddled. once again, it's an NFL tale. And then you forget about Brandon Ayuk. Exactly. Oh, here I am, you know, wide open. So NFL tale is all this time. This run will establish the pass for Brock Purdy, and that will be because of Christian McCaffrey. And that's where it starts. And I think, you know, uh, from a running back perspective, he's, he's the best of the bunch that's uh, remaining in the playoffs at this point. And there's no real question about that. Um, another reason that the 49ers are, I think, unbeatable at this point is I believe they have, I don't know if he's the best linebacker in the league, but probably he's definitely in the conversation. That's Fred Warner. Oh, my God. You talk about a dude who can play sideline to sideline, you know, uh, with your running backs if he needs to, or he can stretch it with receivers and kind of get vertical with them, you know, if he needs to. Like Fred Warner, there's nothing that he can't do. There's really nothing. I even expect him to maybe play some spy on Lamar Jackson just a little bit, just to see, you know, when he starts escaping and stuff like that, just to have somebody to to stay on his head the entire time. Fred Warner loves, oh, excuse me, Jared Goff loves to throw to the middle of the field. That's where he lives. You know, he doesn't do a lot of deep stuff, but he's going to get guys like right in the middle of the field to kind of keep, even keep plays extended. Fred Warner's not going to allow a lot of that and especially because he's able to move with your slot receiver if you need him to he's able to again uh roam around rover with your with your running back if you need him to like fred warner is really as he's a playmaker on defense what do you need me to do coach get the ball okay coach i got you we'll we'll make something happen and that's where he is and then you throw in you know chase young hasn't been that guy this year so far, he's been kind of quiet. But again, when you got a weapon like him, like you don't really need him to do a lot. Because again, you got to keep eyes on on what he's able to do. But I, I think having a Chase Young there makes it a little bit easier for Fred Warner to drop back in coverage sometimes if he needs to. And having some of the guys on defense that the 49ers have, which was absolutely stacked. Uh, I think, if anything, Fred Warner is the, the leader of that defense. And I think you're going to see a lot of big plays from him. Uh, today against Detroit. And to your point on the Vancouver Ford text line, we were just talking about why we thought the Lions would win in the last segment. You know, we were loving on Aiden Hutchinson, uh, this texture's point. Very valid that the Niners have four Aiden Hutchinson. So it's not just... 100%. Yeah, it's not just 100%. Chase Young on the line. I mean, former Duck, Arc Armstead, Javon Hargrave, Chase Young, and oh, Nick Bosa. Oh, you, you let's forget not forget about, about, about Nick Bosa. Like, yeah, let's not forget about Nick Bosa, who has just been... I mean, not as making as much noise as we're we're used to from from Nick Bosa over the last little bit. However, yeah, been killing, and he's a big reason that everybody looks at this 49ers team and go, "There's no, there's, there's no way you should lose." There's close to thirty sacks on the defensive line uh, amongst those four guys, and there's a reason that even without, I mean, they lost a huge guy in Hufanga earlier this year. Mm -hmm. um, I think he was young kid. Tackling a lot, was in on every play. All of a sudden, big loss for San Francisco, but they made it right up. I mean, I know that they've struggled a little bit at times, but it's been because 
they were missing weapons on offense. It's certainly, to me, at least from my memory in the 2023 season, it wasn't because they were missing weapons on defense. They've usually been able to adapt on that end just fine. Yeah, yeah. So the 49ers are in great position. And again, 49er fans, hear me and hear me good. If you don't win, it's your own fault. And the one thing I don't want to hear, I don't want to see ever again on, on your socials are the two words, bang, bang. Don't ever want to see him again. If you don't win, it's your own fault. You're just not good enough, homie. You've had every opportunity. You've been to the championship game almost as many times as the Patriots and as many times as the, uh, excuse me, uh, the Chiefs. Both of them walked away with some hardware. The last time y'all won a Super Bowl, the internet wasn't invented yet. Ouch. Just That's be real. A dig, bro. That's not it's not a dig. It's, it's it's real. The last time y'all won a championship, the internet wasn't invented yet. I mean, that's a fact, but it's also an insult. But oh, I love it. I, 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 I'm I didn't here make for it. you know, we're not making it up. Zima <laughs> was the drink of choice amongst college students. Zima. The last time that the 49ers won a championship. Steve Young. It's on you at this point because 49ers and Cowboy fans talking to you, Joe have this thing to where there's a superiority complex that we're bet No, y'all have been really good, but again, close, but no cigar. Always a bridesmaid. <laughs> Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. I want to see San Francisco go to the wedding finally. Can you guys shut up? So no, that's they, how that they, goes. They don't we want to stop shut up. anymore. We'll not shut up. We're going to keep talking, but we will shut go up. to break. <laughs> uh, what do we want to talk about next, man? We, uh, we'll figure it out. Uh, we can go Blazers. We can go the horrible, absolutely no good, terrible lawsuit against Vic, Vince McMahon and uh, WWE. I mean, th- there was so much in the news this week. It's uh, like it's disgusting, but it's like the car wreck that you can't turn away from. But then the Blazers play tonight as well. Scoot Henderson, he got knocked out of the game the other night. I, I don't know. We what could it, talk some Blazers. Uh, I think the Vince stuff is a little heavy right now. You know, Vince yeah. is Vince is a weirdo. We all know it, but. Uh, Let's talk about man, the Blazers and how well that's going. I'm going to go to that lake. <laughs> Good old scoot. So, yeah. So, uh, we'll talk some Blazers just for a little bit right here. Football Sunday on The Fan. Nice. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The Step Back 3. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe. Brought to you by Grillwork Supply Company on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. So I guess there's a Blazer game today? <laughs> I don't know why the NFY, NBA does this to themselves. No like, kidding. If, if you know that all the eyes, for the most part, are going to be on football, and then when football's over, usually these people are a little... A little, little hankering little, for basketball little, at that little point. drunk, a little, you know, a little tired. You know, you've been drinking, in this case, you've been drinking since noon. You know what I mean? Like, trying to get ready for the game, and then you get there, it's like, oh, 6.30 after both games are over? Like, oh, I'm going to take a nap. But no, no Trailblazer basketball. No, i to watch a Blazer game. Trailblazer basketball today. Um, and today we have, oh, shoot, hold on one second. Let me, here we go, schedule. So the Blazers host the Chicago Bulls at 6 p.m. Um, Chicago's not a great team either. Uh, Better than Portland. Yeah, but not not by much, but yeah, by a, by a lot at points. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that was a very Yoga Berry esque statement. Uh, yeah. Not not by much, but by a lot at but points. Yeah, yeah, the Blazers I, I guess. suck. It's As okay. I'm looking at their record, and then I look at our record, is like, yeah, like yikes. Yeah, it's not. You know, our our record isn't great, but uh, the Chicago Bulls' record isn't great either. But it's much better than the Blazers, and they have uh, a guy named Demar Derozan, who is a mid range magician, and can get whatever he wants off when he's in that area. Um, it's hard to look at the Blazers and be like, yeah, this is what they do well. They do so much of this well. Like, at this point, they don't do anything good. Nope. Nothing is like this. It's it's really hard to kind of not critique this thing. Everything you say sounds like I'm hating or sounds like I just have nothing but good things to say or nothing but bad things to say, excuse me. Because honestly, at this point, there's nothing good to, to harp on right now. Like, I get we... Uh, we like uh, Reith. Oh yeah, I, I, th- I think I think we like Duop. You know, that's, that's, rookie having some success. You know, he's like twenty eight years old. You know, twenty nine year old rookie. Like, no, no problem. Like, I, I think uh, that's that's been a fun story. Happy right? for him. I just my 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 sigh is more so that the Blazers are depending on late twenties rookies to make an impact at all. Which it's because this season's gone. But just where we are as a franchise just makes me want to pull my skin off. Yeah. I'm actually glad that you got we got him only because um, most rookie obviously rookies are 19, 20 years old. They're still kids, right? They're still trying to figure a lot out. Reith is somebody who's a little more mature, and so can probably take direction, probably take criticism a little bit better than maybe a younger guy would. And he's hooping out there. Scoot is actually playing some pretty good basketball, um, at least over the last little bit. He has, I know as, as far as rookies, he's like sixth in scoring and he's like third. He's, he's, he's oh, the top his, five of a lot of, a lot of rookie categories. Scoring wise. Yes. They are up Rashad. Yeah. That's correct. And that's, and that's okay because as a rookie, considering some of the bucket getters that you have on this Blazers team, like your little 12, 13, 16 that you're putting in every little bit. I think that's fine. When you got Simon's putting up 20, you know, and sometimes going off for 30 and then you got, you know Jeremy Grant, who's leading the league, leading the team in scoring, putting up 21 a game, and oh, then you throw in Shaden when he's healthy and he's getting you 17, 18 a game. I'm okay with you getting me 12 and 16. I'm okay with that for now. You I'm know? a pushback, Rashad, because those 12 and those 16, his 32 point performance the other night, mm-hmm. those are coming on way too many shots. The efficiency at which Scoot Henderson is playing is a historically 
not just for rookies, but in general for the NBA, a historically low performance. I mean, this is like setting the bar. There was an article that uh, Sprague brought up on their show, Dirt and Sprague, this week, but Real GM wrote it. I thought it was great, essentially talking about how Scoot Henderson, the crappy level that he's shooting out there and the inefficient play with the turnovers, with all the missed shots at, I mean, he's literally shooting 20-plus shots a game. At that level, he will start to make NBA evaluators look at young short guards in a different way. Now, he's a smaller guy, but but hear me out on this, Rashad. This article does a great uh, job of pointing this out about how smaller guys in the NBA aren't necessarily, you know, like the real, like, consistent guys that succeed. Usually you got to be 6'4", 6'5", right? It's... A lot. I think overall of the 450 players on rosters in the NBA, there's about 70 guys under six foot three. And out of those 70 guys, there's maybe a couple of handfuls that are super productive. We're talking CJ. We're talking Dame. We're talking Steph Curry. I mean, just think of the six one six two guards in the league, and there are a couple of handfuls that are really, really good. We were sold. Scoot Henderson is that next really successful guard if he can figure out the shooting. But so far, 30-plus games into his career, Rashad, that shooting is just not there. And it is no, so not, not, not there. That's not what he does. And I, I'm, I'm But okay if that's with... not what he does in this league, he shouldn't have been a number 3 overall pick, Rashad. Well, so let me ask you this. Damn. Let me ask you this. Is, is, is Westbrook not great? Because Westbrook can't shoot at all. He can shoot better than Scoot. He and... can, no, but here's the thing. He had to learn to shoot. But coming Westbrook, in... Jason Kidd, they used to call him Asin because he had no J. For years, he was ace and kid because he was not able to pull up for a J. He's like number seven all time in three pointers made in the league. So this is th- these are things that you can learn as you play in the league. Do that more and more. Get those shots. So here's the one thing I'm not mad at taking twenty shots. So that tells me you're not scared to shoot. They're just not going in right now. You're not scared to like for real. You're not scared. You're at least showing me that much. And then, like I said, on a team that has Anthony Simons, walking bucket getter. Uh, you you've got Jeremy Grant get you 20 points, you know, a night, get you buckets. Obviously, like I said, you have a a Shaden Sharp who every every now and then is going to show you that, yeah, I can get a lot of buckets too if I need to. At this point, if he, if he were just a rookie or a rookie without all the other guard playmakers on his team, I would probably say, yeah, it's time to, time to do something with Scoot, especially as you look around and you see Brandon Miller is playing well, right? You look around, obviously say see Wimbenyama, is you know where he is and and doing the things he's he's been able to do so far, um, but even that hasn't equated to a lot of wins. You know what I mean? And so well, it's not th- supposed to this season, yeah, which I so, understand. And it's the same thing for it's not supposed year. to equate to a lot of wins. You know, for this Blazer team and for Scoot. And so I like I said, I think there are some things not working against him, but you know that you have to consider when we're talking about him. And I think things will get better. This is what you do in the NBA: you go in, you work out. Where was I weak? Where what where what do I need to be better? And you kind of fix it. So, as a rookie, if you're averaging twelve and you're the fifth option on the team, what is realistically what scoot the the fourth option, fifth option? I, I would say he's the third or fourth behind at this point Grant, Ant, and Brogdon. But but that's the thing. Brogdon's yeah. been sitting different games. The Blazers haven't had a healthy roster all, all season. season. So, so again, it's hard it's for been... him to say, oh, like I'm the fourth option. I'm the third option. He started for the first like 20 games, and then Chauncey benched him because he Which was I thought playing was smart. so bad. I thought was smart because once he benched him he, and he played with the second unit, that's when he started getting buckets. That's when he started averaging 16 a game. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is probably the unit for now. 
that you need to play with and learn how to play. Like, you're playing against the number ones, so that means you're, you have to guard Steph on the other end, and you have to guard Paul George or, you know, who, whichever, James Harden on the other end. Like for or a you're rookie, facing more elite defense. Yeah, you're facing start. more elite guys, while in the second unit, those guys are still really good, but they're not the starters that you were used to. And I think he was really flourishing uh, in that role. And that's okay. Man, Jamal Crawford should still be in the Hall of Fame, but he was a bench guy most of his career. How many times did he won six man of the year? Well, it's because he's a shooting specialist, and he was a shooter coming into the league. It, his game was more suited to playing 25, 30 minutes, you know, if he was but, needed off the bench. But shooting the isn't why we remember Jamal Crawford. Right, shooting. It was his ability to get to the rim. It was the moves that he made. It was a crossover that he, was he a had. Scorer. It he was, was a yeah, score. He was a score. He could I get think the ball to the hoop here. He could get the ball in the hoop. That's what, what we know about Scoot is that he is he is a scorer. He, mm. he, I mean, at least when coming into the draft, his I th- wasn't his uh, comparison Westbrook. There were possible co- comparisons to Westbrook, but but as you pointed out, and I want to push back a little bit on on pointing to Westbrook's success. Westbrook came into the NBA as we were starting to transition to like Dame and Steph shooting long threes and the entirety of the NBA basically became three-point shooters. We're now moving to a more positionless NBA. I I mean, you don't see a traditional point guard all the time now. So guys like Russell Westbrook, guys like Jason Kidd, those, those guys aren't going to be as common successes in the NBA, unfortunately, anymore. Dame was a... Top 100 all-time NBA player with Portland Trailblazers. Still is with the Bucks, but my point is, you're moving on from a top 100 all-time NBA player to try to let a young kid develop that you don't know if a very important aspect of his game is going to be there, and that shooting. I've said this several times on 1080 The Fan. Mark it down. I look at Scoot. I see Antonio Daniels. You go back to the 97 freaking draft, fourth overall pick in the NBA. That was Antonio freaking Daniels, I, I believe. That's being disrespectful. A a no, bit. listen. Listen to me. It's not being disrespectful because you look at their body types. They're the exact same. They have the broad shoulders. They're young kids. They're fast. They're explosive. They can pick and roll. I mean, pick and rolling in the G League as compared to the NBA. I think we're starting to see, oh, Scoot, having to come around that pick to an NBA defender as opposed to a G League defender, it's a lot harder for him. He's still getting to the hoop, but it's not as not as consistent. And I think these and- are things that you learn. Like, again, you get bigger, you get stronger, you get all those things, you know, as you've been in the league for a little bit. Season's over, wear and tear, you're like, okay, I see what I need to work on. I was terrible at this, terrible at this. I don't see I don't see a reason that Scoot can't come out and be much better, you know, than he is and than he has been. I think he can. I, I think he can. I think he will be. I love you, Rashad. I see like four reasons. But no, I, I, see, I mean, yeah, seriously. I think there's there's things that we can obviously sit there and nitpick nitpick at, you know, and the shooting. Okay, but again, shooting is one of those things. A shooting coach, and you're better. You're a better shooter. Percentages can go up. It happens all the time. You know, we've seen guys come into the NBA and aren't able to shoot, and then they've become uh, a more I don't want to. I don't want to. Say, but a more uh, reliable shooter, I guess I should say that. Maybe not a like a knockdown shooter, but when they get the ball again, ace and kid. I'll I'll leave it there. Like that's exactly what we called one of the greatest point guards of all time because he couldn't shoot, and then he's like now seventh or eighth all time three pointers made. So uh, ten twenty nine. Um, I don't know what we'll do next when we figure it out. Open seggy, open seggy, open seggy. Yeah, we'll do that. But first, Jordan's got sports. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 
Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe. Brought to you by Grillworks Supply Company on Portland's sports leader, 1080 The Fan. 10.33 on this beautiful championship Sunday. Don't forget, man, AFC championship game starts at 12 p.m. on CBS. NFC championship game starts at 3.30 p.m. And that one is going to be on Fox. Two amazing games. Are you watching games at home? Absolutely. I got my 82-inch television. My wife. I'm sorry, I how many inches? 82. Oh, wow. Is it one of the ones matters. that curves? It is not a... <laughs> no, I'm not rich enough is your, to get Is your joint curved? curved? Yeah. Well, and, and those kind of went out of style, didn't they? I, I Did saw, they? Well, the CES, which is like the tech show every single year, they have it in Vegas, um, kind of showcasing, you know, the newest and, and, you know, down the road technology, like prototypes of stuff that's not even out yet and stuff that's coming out this year. Like, I feel like five, ten years ago, we saw a lot of those curved TVs being released. I didn't see any announcements about like new curved TVs. The newest thing for televisions is just, I think, the bigger the better. And also now we're starting to do like TVs in clear glass. So like the glass that I'm looking through through to see you, Rashad, is essentially in the future. Like we could bring up a screen on this and watch like TV on a certain part of it, like like a normal TV would. I mean, be... I guess that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so no curve, no curve stuff though. I think that's kind of going out of style. And and frankly, even if it was still in style, too expensive for my blood. No, I got this. I mean, you've got an TV. you've got an eighty nine inch model. TV, bro. I think you know. <laughs> no, it was the I don't want to hear about you talk about it. How expensive it is. Most people are probably right around what 60, 60 inches. You 60, know, 60, 65. That was that's a big standard. You know what I mean? Yeah, like if you're going to be watching uh, Black Friday football. Like that's going to be standard. You know. So uh, yeah, but I'm probably I'm just chilling at home. Like I don't really feel like doing the whole. Come through the house, watch the game, and all that stuff. Like, I don't know. I just kind of I like to chill and watch my football in most cases. For sure, I am throwing a Super Bowl party here in a couple of weeks. I don't oh, know yeah? if anybody from the station is going to be there. I sent you the invite. I sent yeah, yeah, yeah. Sent it all out to everybody. Uh, I can uh, imagine you're going to have the dope snacks on on oh, Super Bowl uh, we're, Sunday. We're going to have some good wings. I always love to do a Taco Bell party pack for any party that I either throw <laughs> or attend, and it is always one of the most popular items. So yeah, we'll see. I, I know that uh, Isaac and Sue already told me on air. They're like, we're not doing that. Listen, Isaac and Sue. <laughs> Are and that's fine. They're they're not they're not showing up to anything. No, no, maybe you know, yeah, maybe there was a funeral that you know we were you know in or it was ours. They'd be like, eh, you know, I don't. Maybe a more really, intimate event really is what they those. said, but not like a. I get it. They don't like. And you know, if you're real, if let's just be real, if you're Isaac or Souk, or they're just lying, or, or even Dusty or or, or Dirt or Sprague, where you have these huge followings. Let's be real. You have these, you know, these massive followings they here in Portland. They are 1080 the fan A-listers, baby. They are, you know. And, and when we think about it, and it sounds funny, when we talk about the number one sports station in town, like, and a lot of people listen to it, like, yeah. Like, they, though, these guys are celebrities in a way that, you know, I, I, I don't really know, you know, here. I'm, I'm the Sunday bitch, you know, right? I'm just, for real, I'm here on Sundays. When <laughs> I remember I was here one day. And I think that like a janitor was here or something like that, and he was kind of looking at me like, "Can I help you?" And I'm like, "No, I'm good. Like, I'm all, I'm, I'm okay. supposed to be here." It's funny. So I came on a Friday one time. I, again, I'm never here at the station. I get a chance to come in on Sundays. Like, mm-hmm. uh, if there's something I need to talk to boss man about, then I, you know, I'll come in during the week. But that's 
super seldom, like almost never happens. So I decide, I told Joe, I was like, hey man, I'm just going to come through the station because I never get to see like, you know, Isaac or Souk or, you know, I never get to talk to, to Dusty. Just want to show your I had, face. I had yeah. never met Danny at that point and I was like, man, I'm just going to show up and just go see, it's a good you know, idea. see how everybody's doing. So I fob in everything like that and as soon as I walk in, somebody's kind of looking like, hey, hey, hi, how are you? And I'm real casual. I'm good. Thank you. Like, hey, I'm nice good. to, I'm nice to, to see you. Um, but it was one of those things like everybody came to either meet me or say hello. Like, you know, it was kind of one of those, like you transfer schools and then you come back for to visit. And everybody's see, like, oh, what's up, Jordan? Like, Rashad, that's kind they of, probably thought you were with like corporate. Like, are you coming to fire all of our asses? No, <laughs> like, they definitely didn't think I was with corporate. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that in all seriousness. They definitely didn't think I was with corporate. There was nothing that about me at that point that looked like I may have been from from corporate. Um, but either way, like, it was, you know, kind of cool to met the, you know, the GM boss, you know, the first oh, yeah, time Kim? I, Kim? yeah, first She's time awesome. we'd seen each other and like, love him, like a while, you know? And so she kept looking like, I know I could tell she kind of wanted to say something, but I was like, you know, who's, who's this black guy that's just walking around. I could see that's how, that's people, that's how people whisper, but it was one of those things. So, uh, but again, I'm never here in the building. So I kind of looked like I was maybe roaming around, uh, for people during the day, but it was nice to see people here, like in the building actually functioning, like actually seeing people, like people working. Like I saw my guy Cooley in a building functioning. You know, I saw my guy office, Cooley yeah. for the first time in some some years since he did the Rich Eisen at the 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 fan combine, which was super cool. Uh, you know, and then got a chance to meet Dusty for the not Dusty, excuse me, meet Danny for the first time, and found out, man, me and this guy have a lot in common. Who knew? Who the freak knew that me and him would have so many things kind of in in common? But uh, but yeah, that's how often I'm here at the fan. So I'm just a Sunday guy. So in most cases, people don't even know I have a show here. I mean, it's Seriously. always fun when you meet people after like four years of being coworkers with them, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> am I really a coworker? Here. Or it's like again, or just the Sunday bitch. No, you're a coworker. Am I? Shut the hell up. Don't don't undersell yourself, Rashad. Oh, okay. Swear to God, if well, I hear you describe yourself as Sunday bitch again, I, hey, no. hey, no, hey. no, 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 sir. Just be canceling our, just be canceling our shows for Seahawks or or you know, hey, no show today, guys. Like, come on, man. I'll be don't. I'll, I'll be hating it, but I know y'all hate hey, it too. Money, money, it's, baby. Yeah, it's um, of course. I mean. We need the bills. Thank you, Seahawks. What, you what does Michael Scott say? Like, uh, it, it, I would just tell you, no, hey, it's business. It's not personal. But Michael Scott from the office says it's business. It's always personal. It's, so you know what, Rashad? You're right. Business it's is always, always personal. personal. So that's personal probably why I hate us. the Seahawks now. <laughs> but I also have like a love-hate thing, you know, for them. So it is what it is, man. But, um, man. Yeah. But other than that, man, I like I said, I've after very seldom getting a chance to come in the building, like it's always cool to see people. And I get a chance to have these you know, conversations, talk to Rop for a long time, you know, get a chance Love to talk Rob. to Soup, uh, Soup for, you know, a really uh, long time. So it's kind of one of those things, man. My, you know who I haven't seen in a little bit and I've uh, got to see him? It's my guy, Patrick Harris. Oh, good old Patrick. Yeah, he was. You know, we just did the baseball show together. You know, Patrick and I were on the very first season of Hunt for the Hosts together. And uh, Patrick actually won the second season of Hunt for the Hosts. And so I haven't seen him for a little bit. Uh, haven't seen, man, I'm trying to think of the last time I saw Luke, you know, in person. Like, it's been it's been some years, man. So I got to make sure I make it to the fan to come see my guys just a, 
a little bit more. I was very jealous of y'all being able to compete and hunt for the host at the time because uh, you were not allowed to have a job in media already to compete in that uh, competition. That was and one I, of the rules. Yeah, I was over uh, at a at a news station here in town, so unfortunately was not eligible. Do you want to hear something crazy? That's how I actually got a chance to be on. So I didn't make the initial cut. Like, I was the very first, nobody knows this too, I'm the very first person to audition for Hunt for the Host. Mm-hmm. I was contestant number one. I still have my, you know, thing and everything, but... Um, oh, like your runner's number? Yeah, yeah. so That's I was so contestant cool. number one, and um, I didn't make it. You know, they only took four, and I ended up leaving uh, the Buffalo Wild Wings before they announced who the four would be, so I didn't make it. And then the very next day, uh, I got a call from uh, from Bossman. And he was kind of like, well, there was a thing, and there was somebody who has already had some radio experience, and so you're the first, you're the fourth person that we decided to choose. And I was like, holy, holy hell, really? Like, boom. So, and now here we are, man. You know, it'll be it'll be ten years for God, football and sports I'm Sunday uh, coming up in in April. It'll and be ten years, to you guys, for, us. for so many of those years before coming on like that. I'm feeling old, man. Dan, thank you for listening, and thank you for rocking. With. Thank y'all for rocking with us and listening, especially to, uh, my guy. I uh, see my guy Jake the Hater uh, is uh, is here in the building, man. That's my man, who was also season one Hunt for the Host. So all my Hunt for the Host people tap in. You know, I'd love to see y'all. I'm gonna have y'all in one day. That'll be fun to go down memory lane for a little bit. So, uh, man, what do you say we tie a bow on this bad boy, Jordan? I love it. I've got the perfect topic to end the show. If you haven't heard about rich-ass actress Alyssa Milano requesting donations for her son's travel baseball team, yeah. Come, come on back. We'll wrap the show uh, up with that. Uh, the boss look. residuals aren't doing well, huh? Uh, yeah, apparently rich actresses need donations to send their kids to expensive sport trips and camps. Mm, well, we'll talk about hot Melissa Alyssa Milano and her... Uh, mm-hmm. Her needs at this point. We'll talk about that next Football Sunday on The Fan. Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe. Brought to you by Grillwork Supply Company on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. Shout out to the homie Tyler. I see you, bro. Thanks for everybody for whether you're watching us on the YouTube stream or you're listening to us on Odyssey Radio or you're listening to us. On the actual 1080 The Fan. Like, we appreciate you guys for for tapping in with us and checking in uh, on this championship Sunday. Oh, man, I cannot wait to get home and watch football. I got to stop at the store first. I got to make sure I got to just a few things, you know, to make sure I'm, you know, I got to stop at, uh, you know, one of the uh, dispensary places. Yeah, get 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 some Sunday supplies, man. This championship Sunday will not be fun sober. No, and it will not be fun if you have to leave. At least for me or you. If you have to leave and get something, like, that's another thing. Like, hopefully you can just chill at your house for a little bit because when you got to go to the store, like, at halftime or something, like, because you forgot something. So make sure you have all the accoutrement you need. But you said Alyssa Milano uh, has some some needs that need to be met monetarily, right? Yeah, so this... This is from USA Today. The headline says Alyssa Milano sparks criticism after seeking donation to Suns baseball team. Now, yes, this is the same Alyssa Milano, uh, 51 years old, that was the star of She's how, how old? She's 51. She looks probably 10, 15 years younger because of all that money. She's she's amazing looking. Her and Brad Pitt getting all those facelifts done. I, I don't know. There's rumors that Pitt had a facelift done recently because he's 60 and he just looks sexy as hell. I don't know 
know if she's had any work done, so don't don't sue me. All right, allegedly, I digress. Anyways, Alyssa Milano, who had made $90,000 an episode <laughs> for her show Charmed, sparked a ton of backlash after asking fans to donate to a fundraiser on X for her son's baseball team. She posted a link to a GoFundMe, said, my son's baseball team is raising money for their Cooperstown trip. But, you know, a lot of a lot of guys that uh, if you played on teams that were like traveling teams as a kid for baseball, you know, you got to pay for uniforms. You got to pay for the hotels. You got to pay racket. for entry fees to the tournament. It's, it's a racket. You know, Rashad, I would agree that unfortunately it, it kind of excludes a certain population of this country people that don't have enough money to participate in that kind of thing you, you, you just don't hear very often about lower income kids getting to take part in that kind of stuff and it sucks and and it makes this i think even more a little rotten because Alyssa milano multi-millionaire uh, According to Celebrity Net Worth, I'm not sure if it's accurate, it says she's got a $10 million net worth, but they said Chad Johnson was worth no money, and he had to come out, Chad Ochocinco, be like, no, I actually saved all my money. Y'all think I'm an idiot, and I'm not. So those predictions aren't always, like, right on, but she's worth multi-millions, most likely, and she's asking just the general public to donate for supplies to her son's baseball team, not just for her son, but for the whole team in the total of $10,000. So she is trying to reach out to the public and ask for $10,000 to pay for all of these dues and everything instead of just writing a $10,000 check for the team herself. And a yeah. lot of people are stinking about that on Twitter. I think a lot of parents out there that bust their ass to pay for this kind of thing for their kids are looking at this like, dude, really? We know that these privileged Hollywood actors and actresses are totally removed from everyday life and do not understand how it is, Rashad, to be a normal everyday person that struggles with this kinds of thing. But this is just, it's beyond not being sensitive it's it's almost like you live on another planet at this point right i i can't believe that somebody Alyssa, this rich we got we have to remember that. this too Alyssa milano has been famous or rich since she was like nine really long she's like 50 60 something now right 50 something 51 yeah, she she's been famous a really long time. She's been around. She's been rich. So not just her her salary for the Charmed show and whatever else, hell else she did. I don't know if she was on Buffy or not, but it's like all, all those actors. I wasn't Charmed like a? It was like, like a, a like a, a extension of Buffy. A pro, there you go. It probably was. It was like a fantasy. See, this is I watched Charmed. I saw a couple episodes of Charmed. It wasn't I mean, a they bad had show. hot women in them. Yeah, yeah, Buffy and Charmed. If you were a dude, you watched them because. You wanted to see those ladies, right? It's literally the only reason we watch this, but it's just a bad taste in people's mouths. I don't know. So, yeah, yeah I, that's the, the the backlash online is very heavy, and she did say that she paid for uniforms for the entire team and the coaches. These she's thrown birthday parties. She sponsored any kid who can't afford monthly dues. So in in defense of all this backlash, she stated that she's already put a bunch of money down. But the the problem is. You just can't ask for money like this that. Is, when you're I mean, that rich. this is it's just you can't. You cannot do it. Well, here's the thing: if Beyonce right now went to uh, started a GoFundMe and said, "Hey, I just want to send blue to this expensive dance camp," clearly my billionaire husband or myself could play for. Because we forget Alyssa Milano's husband is like an agent. Yes, so I totally he's getting about paid that, yeah. too. So not even just her, but because she has a fan base, there's she gets so much money from that because. People want to support or feel like they're a part of that community or feel like they're a part of your 
um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, your village, right? And so I wouldn't be surprised if Alyssa Milano got that. Was she asked for ten thousand dollars? Uh, and as of Friday, it was already at eight thousand. So, so it's not like she didn't get it. It's yeah. just so it's frustrating. It's like there are people that are going to do, and a lot of it <laughs> this is, is creepy, even happening. A lot of it is creepy older men, right? That are going to spend this money on younger looking Alyssa Milano or Samantha from Who's the Boss? Why don't you just go like go open an OnlyFans account then and pay for yeah. like that? That doesn't even make sense to me. But you're probably right, Rashad. They're hoping to get something back. But, and that's as yeah. a fan, you want to feel like you're close to the person that you um, that you're supporting. So you want to feel like you're a part of the Beehive or you're a part of the Barb's. And this 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 really this really only works with females and like certain male. Um, male performers right chris brown could do this and would get a lot of following because chris brown has a beyonce uh um rihanna type following you know for him he has a taylor swift type following for him if taylor swift did this no problem she'd she'd get she'd have that money in an hour you know what though but taylor swift i don't think she would do this i think she would actually to to, to i can't believe i'm on today's yeah, show say defending it. taylor Mark swift market yeah 1052 128 2024 oh my god she would actually pay for this taylor swift would never send out a link to go fund me like fundraisers for her fans to do i mean that well, girl do we, wrote. And do we that, actually know it was for her son or was it for? It's for her son's baseball team. So, so they're trying to cover the entirety of the team's expenses. See, and I'm okay they're with using that. Alyssa Milano's following. I'm okay with to that. try to do. I'm so. okay I'm with not. that, especially if she says she's she's paid for jerseys, she's paid for parties, she's nah. paid for you know all these different. No, you things. bring up Tay Tay, she would pay for all of it. She it'd would be, never put out a link to a GoFundMe. It'd be different ever. if it was just if it was her son and just her son that she was trying to fundraise for. But the fact that it's for the team, like it couldn't have, it could have been a GoFundMe that was started by someone else that she shared, was it, or did she start the GoFundMe? It, it, it sounds like from this story. Um, I just want to get this correct here. See what USA Today's yeah. reporting if says. If it was for her kid, I'm like, yo, you're you're bugging. It but. was a GoFundMe. I'm gonna just check it out myself. It's a link to a GoFundMe page started in 2023. Um, I can't. I'm trying to find the page, but I cannot find the page quite yet. So let me try to get an answer for that. I don't know. Yeah, I think there's, I think I I think there's a there's gray areas, you know, here. And if it's one of those things that a parent started this and said, "Hey, Alyssa, could you get this out to your, you know, I know you have a bigger following or you have a huge following," and yeah, I can understand that part. Again, ten thousand dollars is ten thousand dollars to be able to go on a baseball trip. So she she start ah I forgot this part of the story, and now seeing the GoFundMe, it did remind me she put the GoFundMe out there. But she did not put it out under Alyssa Milano. She put it out under her husband's name, so people didn't really understand who it was. It was Alyssa Bugliari. Nobody to to the general public that yeah, means nothing. That's her. And I do think that was an attempt. And that's fine. And to that's try fair to too. skate being noticed that's by fair the, too because that's stupid. That's fair too because no, it's again, not. Alyssa Milano. No, oh, it's not. I'm probably not giving you any money. You know, Alyssa Milano, because you're rich. But Alyssa. Bolvagari? What's her, what's her last name? Bogliari. Bo- oh, I was almost there. Why is somebody that rich trying to scam, though, Rashad? I don't, I don't it's know if it's not okay. Scam. I don't know if it's, and it's, I don't know if it's if fair just because somebody's rich. Else, I don't know if it's fair because somebody's ah. rich that they have to front the bill for, for something like that. Like, I get it, like, but I'm not, if I've, I've, again, if I'm doing stuff, stuff for the team because my kid pays for the team, 
just because I'm LeBron doesn't mean I've got to sponsor the whole team's. What Why is that? Not? Like, why not? Because I don't have to. Like, yeah, that's how rich do. people stay rich. You're LeBron. It's, yeah, I don't really have to do that. I it's started, a tax write off. Again, it's I started, all a tax write off. I started school. I do all the other stuff. I don't need to do this for you guys. However, like, yeah, if, if I need to, I'll do it. But at the same time, like, yeah, I don't. I'm not obligated to because I'm the rich parent. I'm obligated to pay for everybody's stuff because I was on TV. Nah, that's not how this works. Not how this works. No, so. but it, it's not that you were on TV. It's that the person that was on TV or a successful whatever in this life, their kid is on that team. At that point, yeah, there shouldn't be any questions or or public sightings of any kind of fundraising. That's ridiculous. No, that I That is so disingenuous. And in this world of ours where we are... You know what? Rich people are going to cheaper stores, too. And yet, apparently, Alyssa Milano, I guess that kind of kills my argument because she's she's looking for for money. But she's not even a rich person. She's like an ultra rich. And seriously, if I can get, you know, if if I can get my fans or my fan base or my husband's fans or his fan base to, you know, potentially sponsor these kids, then yes. This is disgusting. I hate the world. I'm with it. I I don't have a problem with it. I I'm, hate the world you know, we live in. Listen, hey man, this is how rich people stay rich. They, You're not they, wrong, they, and it's to, mm, yeah. It's I mean, gross. I'm okay. I'm okay with it. Like if I, like what I rather keep asking for money. What I rather spend my people. money or yours? Uh, I'll spend yours. Yep. That sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> if I was like, hey Jordan, we're gonna go somewhere. I'm gonna spend all my money, or you can spend yours. Which one would you take? I, I was just listening to a wrestling podcast, and Ric Flair tried to like, uh, not like every wrestler is highly paid, but he drank all night and tried to stiff the bill, you know, to somebody else. Yeah, like, that's it's what he like, would do. All of these people that just—it's so consistent. Don't the behavior the, does not change. Don't be, and these that's people. like a, a rib. Like, don't be at the bar last because you'll get stuck with the bill yes, if Ric Flair yeah, is there. Yeah, that's a so. rule. Well, man, Jordan, man, thank you, man. Today was thank a you. lot of fun, man. And thank you all for interacting with this, whether on YouTube, whether on the text line, everywhere. We definitely appreciate it. And uh, we hope you enjoy the NFC and AFC Championships games. AFC Championships game starts at 12. NFC starts at 3.30. Man, have fun. Be safe. We will see y'all next week. We holla at you. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The Step Back 3. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.